0: This program is for mature audiences
1: only. Please have your fake ID ready.
0: Welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech, the weekend edition, featuring Sean Priest, Tim Schwartz, Robin Christofferson, Sally Clay, But first, that blind guy himself, it's Stephen Scott.
2: Hey, welcome to another Weekend Edition. And yes, we're here for Saturday and for Sunday for your delectation. Yes, indeed. And uh, we have (laughs) with us a whole team today. Everyone's back. Robin's here. land of hello, Survey. That was hard to do, if I'm honest. <laughs> Singing with coronavirus. That is, uh, is that a, a new benefit. That's going to be fun. COVID blues. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who else have we got here? We've got. Um, oh, it's the one and only.
3: Morning campers. Our <laughs> <laughs> <My> pub.
2: <laughs> Sally Clay in her pub, as always. Although it just feels like her pub because she's never out of it. And we've also got. Ooh, are ah. Ooh, are are Ooh, are still my favorite <laughs> the priest <laughs> is back and back from his holidays dun, 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 <laughs> <America>. <laughs> i was cruising tim
0: <laughs> uh, better than uh, computer issues at uh, early hours of the morning but yes it was fantastic <laughs> happy to be here
2: excellent well listen it, yeah you do have computer problems and uh, you know every Oof. single time we start the show i'm pretty convinced on this Every time we start the show, we talk about your computer issues, and we say we're going to get to talk about them. Yeah, we'll say we're going to discuss them, and we're going to talk about them in the show, and then we never do. So we're going to change that today, Tim. We're going to change it up. Today is the day we're actually going to discuss your problems. Unless, of course, we don't, in which case then then, we'll we'll do it next week. Uh, Right. uh,
3: Today's the day we're going to discuss your prom. Blums. Nice.
2: Oh, lovely. I like this. This is beautiful. I like having Sally here because we got a tune every time. Whatever it is. got a little song to go with it. Uh, listen, uh, we get, we've got so many comments to get through. I cannot believe the inbox this week is a bulging, guys. It is a bulging. I like saying that. I don't. And I hate uh, that word.
1: Never use it again. <laughs> I'm
2: scared. <laughs> Uh, but look, let's go around the table and check everyone's all right, because uh, I know lots of people have been emailing in about you, Robin, in particular, mm-hmm. checking you're okay. Are you feeling better after the Rona? I hate that. I hate that. Just call it coronavirus <laughs> be done with it. The
4: Rona is almost, almost entirely gone. Yeah, I, I probably sound a little bit more like myself, i.e. kind of squeaky. And um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> actually, I don't know about you guys, but I'm an imposter. I have imposter syndrome when it comes to being a grown-up and oh, yeah, i always too. felt 13 and uh, i've always got a voice that you know matches it but so it's nearly back to that um just a bit of coffee so i will mute when i'm not actually talking please because yeah nobody wants
2: that do they nope not um, morning. Well, I mean, i'm look, nice we, and
3: sympathetic well, there steve listen we're all
2: sympathetic <laughs> but nobody wants to hear you coughing i mean that's the thing it's like that yeah. is what god invented the mute button for god yeah didn't you know Oh, Oh, sorry, Microsoft. God Um, is
1: a DJ. Same thing,
2: isn't it? Um, Sean, how are you this week? I am
1: beautiful and moist and pink and supple. I am gorgeous. I am uh, healthy. I don't know what else to say. No, I'm good.
2: Thank you. I thought that was just the sausages in the air fryer. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
4: Are you supple, though? Because I can't touch my toes. Oh, no. Actually,
1: thinking about it, no, I
2: definitely am not. That is
3: scaring me a lot.
2: I can't see my toes for two reasons. I'll let you work out what they are <laughs> <laughs> one is vision uh tim <laughs> you were on holiday i was on holiday yes i've got to say I, I should have brought this in in fact i can maybe find it while we're talking but there was something happened on your cruise which i've got to say it got, it got me a bit emotional if I'm be perfectly yeah, you honest i got all choked up Steven. i did but i got, got upset because i got all i got all nationalist all of a sudden mm-hmm. which is obviously <laughs> a bit dangerous these days um mm-hmm. Now let me see if I can find them. Playing our WhatsApp messages in live to this chat. Oh gosh! Could be. Oh, that was lucky.
1: Oh. Take
2: the high road. I'll take the low road. Oh, I'll oh this be is all in, Scotland,
4: be in Scotland,
3: Scotland. Before I'm filling up. Yeah, another pint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a whiskey. Now, see, the thing with that is that there was, of course, a couple of verses before he went to the audience participation, which drunk audiences on a cruise trying to participate is probably not the best thing to do. Um,
2: But but hang on, let's get some context here. This was, uh, what did you get this cruise out of? Was it Miami or?
0: The cruise went out of Port Canaveral, very near to Orlando, Florida. Okay. And uh, went to three ports of call to uh, Honduras, uh, Costa Maya, Mexico, and Cozumel, Mexico. And our cruise director, as you could hear there, was or is not was he still is as far as I I'm aware uh is Scottish. um I did look up where he was from, but I can't remember the full word. So I <laughs> know so it ended in the letters O C K, but I mean oh, that doesn't dun. probably help.
3: Oh. tell. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, that's <what> he <laughs> yeah, I have to double check with my wife. She looked it up for me, so come I'll no- have to double check.
2: Is it Cumnock?
0: That might, that might be... Kilmarnock? Yeah. Marnock. Marnock? Yeah, mm, yeah if it's Kilmarnock, probably more than Kavnock,
2: I think, probably yeah, Kumnuk, true. So, but so anyway, yes, we are a... that, that international uh, <laughs> hub.
0: Yeah. So, no, we had our, our Scottish cruise director, who well, was funny, though, because when he would speak to us over the intercom and talk to you, he was very Scottish, you know, very, very, you know, with the, the Scottish. Scottish rogue. Scottish. But then when he would sing or he would talk, like, to an audience, his accent disappeared. It was very, very strange. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, no, there there was We're a couple of verses it. before that that he sang, and he he talked about how his grand would always ask him, you know, at the end of every performance to sing that song because it would just yeah right um, yeah make her it feel real special. And, you <laughs> know, I'll say, well, and if you, do don't
2: sing that Loch Lomond song, people will just hate right. you. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I will say, you know, <laughs> it Lomond, was lovely Lomond, to Lomond. hear Lock Yeah. Completely bizarre that that ship has probably never seen Scotland, uh, but yet and say and probably half the people on it, if not most of the people on it. Other than the cruise director himself. <laughs> never, never seen even, Scotland. Never seen Scotland in their life, and yet they were singing like they were Scottish themselves. Well, it was a it, beautiful it was moment.
0: That infectious, yes. Well, I mean, That's not awesome. that we have to get into, but in our dining room, one of the uh, hostesses was from Russia, and one of the waitresses was from Ukraine. Oof. And... It was very... Stay clear on that one. <laughs> it, but it was actually very, very nice. That's all to say. It, they, they had nice words. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, it was fantastic. Well, let's, I'm, be, I'm... let's
2: be frank about it. And I don't want to be political about this at all because, no. you know, for obvious reasons. But I think if we're being brutally honest, I think the majority of the Russian people and the majority of the Ru- Ukrainian people are kind of on the same side on this. I <laughs> can't agree more. Absolutely. I, I think there's yeah. one guy uh, who seems to be, a, you know, in the bit of the middle of this. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of It's the way I see it, you know. Russian people are good people too, right? Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. but gotta, um, say that, I think.
0: But yeah, so, to you know, so yeah, that, that point was made, especially with these two people. But to, to Sean's favorite points, 24-7 pizza, 24-7 ice cream.
1: <laughs> now you're talking, baby. Now we're
0: talking oh, your I just, language. I just woke up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Room service, and he just, uh, buffets, That that's Sean, or Stephen's favorite word, the f- buffet. The buffet. Um, buffet. Yeah, just tons of food, buffet. tons of performances and... It was fantastic. I'm, I, I didn't want to come back to be very honest. Tim Cruise, lovely. You didn't answer Tim the question Cruise. that Sean that asked on the
2: on the WhatsApp group, Tim, which I think is a very valid question.
0: Why I didn't mention his name or something else? No,
2: no, no. no. The the, oh. the the. Let's just say the. What was the weight difference in your luggage when oh, you returned? Oh, well, my differential.
0: Mm. my. In my luggage or my, my in luggage? your luggage? My luggage. Um. Yeah. We'll see. You know, early in the year when I had the corona, I lost some weight. I think I found it on the cruise ship. <laughs> uh, because you, you know they
3: like me, Tim. I've always been very good at dieting, but even better at eating.
0: You, yes. absolutely very good yes. eating. and uh, well you know, because on a cruise ship you know this Stephen. When when you go on, you know, in the dining room they give you all these appetizer choices and they're small portions so that you can purposefully try various things. And so, you know, two or three or four appetizers and yeah, but two, you, two, two entrees.
2: It- I I hate the fact that someone, I mean, I I love it in a sense that you get the assistance and it's brilliant, but there's actually a real frustration with the assistance at a buffet because then you feel guilty about what you're asking for. You know, if it was me and Sean going up to the buffet ourselves, I'd be like, Sean, uh, grab that supermarket trolley. Let's fill it. shove it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Pick the table up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you you know us. But they encourage
0: it. They want you to. They want you to take as much as possible. When you're in the dining room seated and they're serving... And they're serving you. Sorry, Sally. When they're serving you, they're, you know, you're know, you like, well, I don't know if I want this or if I want that. They will just say, well, order both. I mean, it, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if I want this dessert or that dessert. Order them both. Order
2: yeah, or two dinners that's there. That's
0: true. <laughs> two dinners, yes.
2: That's great. It's absolutely lobster uh, you know, It is lobster different
3: tail in night, Britain order two? buffets. Like, you don't mm. want to, you feel guilty. No, because- no I don't. No. Yeah, but that's because you're used. You should see
1: me at a carvery when they have all you can eat carveries, That's it.
3: Yeah, but Stat you're a bloke, of roast right? Potatoes, As a woman, keep I'm going supposed back. to not eat. I'm supposed to just like stand uh, no, there no, no, and, no, see, and go. No, that's rubbish. That's
2: rubbish. Yeah, no one's no, telling I'm you that, Sally. That. No, no one's telling you that. That's that's you. No, 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 no. Come you know, on, no, no, no. Come on, no, no. Come on, Sally. No, you've no, paid for all that.
0: You have pre-paid for all that food, so you you deserve to have it on a cruise.
3: You know, 100. Now that's how I feel, right? And so I don't care because what I do is I stand by the table and look really pathetic until somebody comes and gives me more food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I just stand
3: there. Please, please. Oh, haven't, please haven't more. I got a plate? Yeah. And <laughs> so they go they more. just look at me and they go, "Oh, do you... if not there's so nobody giving you a plate." No, 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 not to mention the five other people
2: been <laughs> <laughs> five plates are under the table.
1: I want to know about the the blind friendliness, Tim. It is
0: quite blind friendly. Uh um,
1: quite blind oh, like friendly,
2: word. I think. Yeah. Quite. Yeah,
0: well no it is because i mean as you guys might remember way way back i had interviewed their brand ambassador about accessibility on a show somewhere or another it was mine or some, I don't know, probably not. <laughs> um, but I interviewed and he was actually on, on this ship again. And uh, they, they're very good with accessibility. Their app that you could use while you're on board, telling you about what's happening each and every day, what's on the menu for the dining room, what's going to be available here, there, and everywhere. All of that is accessible on the, uh, on the app. And then they give you the option if you want large print uh, information in your cabin. So about uh, those goings on or, um, or the menus and things, you can get large print, you can get Braille. They have a TV channel uh, within your cabin that you can tune to that actually is descriptive uh, to tell you what's going on, uh, specifically for the blind. And then if you have a guide dog, as long as they know ahead of time, they actually will set up an area where you can take your guide dog. Uh, they have like this big box, basically. And <laughs> it's,
2: just... called yeah, it's called land. It's called well, the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> the poop deck, yeah, just exactly. Pull, pull the ship in for a minute, hey, will are you? Are the dog you? needs the um, toilet. <laughs>
0: But no, they, they make accommodations for your guide dog, and actually they have an accessibility person on every single cruise ship. So if say it was you and Sean, just the two of you, no one sided with you, you tell them that, and they have arrangements where they'll come to your cabin and get you and take you somewhere. Oh. They'll they'll you know take you different parts of the ship. They'll they'll help you with whatever you need. I think um, about,
2: I think a blind guy cruise,
3: B-G-T-T cruise. is coming. B G T T cruise. Yes, <laughs> who would that be?
2: Absolutely.
3: Oh yeah. my God, that. Ceiling?
2: No. Full satisfaction guaranteed, or money back.
0: Oh, and the other
2: thing, <laughs> money in back their, offers being cancelled.
0: In their onboard, <laughs> again, they yeah. have like an onboard uh, office, library, conference room, whatever you want to call it, with computers that you can go in and use. So if you need to get business done or whatever, or just surf the internet on on the cruise ship, you can. And and you I brought I, one of those home with you, Tim. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. And they're <laughs> they're loaded with jaws.
2: Really? So oh, when wow, you go wow. in, it's already wow.
0: preloaded with screen with a screen reader, so you can just go in, sit down, launch it, and use it. So they have that already there and available on board, <gasps> you know, for you. You
3: said quite friendly. That sounds <laughs> amazing. The app
0: is accessible.
1: They'll What's, make it.
3: It sounds really good. Okay, well, everything's accessible. Yes. Sorry. What if did they go through any kind of like safety procedures with you guys and? Show you.
0: Well, that's <laughs> mandatory. I mean, they do that for at uh, your muster station about, you know, if the ship goes down, this is what you need to do. That's the thing, and get right? You. But let's if the ship way. goes on
2: fire. You just sink the ship, right? Because that's that puts the fire out. <laughs> 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 yes, even that's that's how physics <laughs> works. Exactly. So, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Right. You've got water yeah. all around you. So, you know, you don't need a fire engine. That you is, just need because there's a not fire, fire engine on the water. Fat
4: fire, that wouldn't work.
2: Sorry. I said this exactly. a while ago. I said this a while ago, and I am embarrassed to say this, but it took me until my mid 20s to learn that fire engines did not drive around full of water. Uh, I had it in oh, my hmm. head that Obviously. fire engines were tra- <laughs> <And> <laughs> in a the back was just did. a big tank of water they took around with them. Which, uh, when like, you think about it, it
0: was like a cement yeah. truck, but full of water instead of cement. Yeah, okay.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't they have some in there in case they can't they must have some near in a there, hydrant right? or whatever you call it? Yeah, uh, I,
2: I mean, I guess that's what... Because I remember having this conversation with someone and I was like, you know, I just had this impression of essentially a swimming pool in the back of a, in the back of a truck. And I, I, I suppose when you think about it, it doesn't make sense. Like if you slammed on the brakes, you know, you could have yeah, in You wait, so- soaked the driver.
3: Get, I, think,
4: I think it must have...
3: It must have a little bit some kind I of I think
2: so. Let's for a, a fire station? A Can we for a fire station without water. it being an emergency. Is that is that possible? Should we just yeah, ask? Of course. It Can I got the wrong number. Hi there. I'm just wondering, could you help me with something? We're doing a live show I'm
0: envisioning 10-year-old Stephen while he's envisioning firefighters sitting in the pool in the back of the fire truck waiting for the next
2: call to happen. arm bands on. No we
3: rubber ring.
0: Yeah.
2: I used to live next to to the left of me where I used to live. When I was growing up, there was a fire station, and directly across the road was a bus station. I mean, for a young kid growing up, who you know, as you know, blind or not, as a kid, as a guy, you know, this was like a dream come true. It was like Mechanic City. Uh, you know, you had all these things going on around which spurred on this weird imagination. I ended up with, um, with anyway, fire um, engines um,
1: full of water and buses full of what gravy. I don't know. I did, re- one, I
2: did once wake up, apparently. My <laughs> wife told me bus. I woke up once screaming, the buses are covered in custard. So God knows what is going oh, on you. in my brain. <laughs> As you um, do. Stephen's filled a bus with water anyway. I did. I, I did. you did. did. Did you know that story, Sally? No. Oh, no. I, I, yeah. I, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in. Um, story time with Stephen. So, <laughs> story time. Uh, yeah, so what happened was uh, for a very short period in my career, I washed buses.
0: And you'll find out why it was short in just a moment.
2: Yes. Very short period. Where I um I went to work for a bus garage in Motherwell, which is not far from where I live, and um we had wishy. thank you. Wishy
3: washy.
2: And uh, <laughs> Yeah, wishy washy in Wishaw, yeah. <laughs> and um we had I had gone in and the the first thing that happened was when they employed me. And I have to say the interview process was like, you know, can you wash a bus? Well, yeah, I think I can. You've got the job. Um, wasn't, it wasn't a detailed procedure. It wasn't quite The Apprentice. You know, It was a bit more, wasn't a huge amount of effort in that one. So anyway, I go in, and the first night, the guy walks up to me, and he says, here you go. And he gives me a set of keys. And he says, take bus number two four whatever it is, out and, and wash it. And I'm like, what do you mean, take it out? And they're like, well, drive it up to the washing thing. And I'm like, <gasps> um, I can't do that. And he says, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't, have, I don't have a license. And he says, oh, it doesn't matter. It's private property. You don't need a license. And I'm like, yeah, but you, you need to know how to drive the thing, right? I mean, you know, like basic. No, no, no. He says, it's, you'll be okay. So then I explained to him, look, I'm visually impaired. I don't think, I, I mean, I'd love to. <laughs> if you want to give me the shot to do it, I'll do it. But he was like, no, no, okay, fine. So someone else brought the bus around and I proceeded to do the washing. And I was told, take the hose and, you know, wash the bus inside and out. So I did wash the bus inside and out. And the guy came over and he said, you've done a fantastic job, Stephen. The bus is beautifully clean. Uh, you've taken a bit longer on it than perhaps you should have, but you'll get used to it. He said, the downside is that you've entirely soaked the inside. And I said, well, yeah, you asked me to hose it. He said, yeah, but you have washed all the seats. Now, the seats, of course, have that fabric on them. You know, they've got the, the spongy <laughs> seats. And what I didn't realize was you're supposed to take the seats out before you hose down the bus. Uh... <laughs> so I soaked the inside of this thing completely. Oops. I mean, they had to take it out of service for like three days to let <laughs> it dry out. A hairdryer. Had the humidifiers in it and all the rest of it. It was ridiculous. Oh, I so, blame them. It's it. a
1: lack of training,
2: Stephen Scott. You were exactly. absolutely fine there. They didn't bring this up in the interview about having a brain.
1: Yeah.
4: And obviously <laughs> I now... Some
2: to wash it. anyway, those seats. They yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> did, Some you know, get rid of all the wee on them and all sorts of things. I was <laughs>
2: helping out, I was helping out the, the people of Glasgow and uh, the greater Glasgow area um but anyway but but listen i'm glad you had a good holiday too
0: fascination with driving buses on gta
2: i do love buses i do love that's the thing i've always wanted to drive a bus if someone can make it possible for me to drive a bus i would drive a bus i'd love that
3: do you know it's funny because you're the blind person that i've the only blind person that i've met that is has so many driving anecdotes i know
2: (laughs) (laughs) i do i've got so many i I can tell you about the time i nearly i did crash the car into my mum's garage i nearly took out a whole restaurant full of people um, did you have
0: a near ish accident with a um with a Tesla?
2: I did. Tesla? Yeah. I did. They
3: let you in a Tesla. They let
2: oh, me in a oh, Tesla yeah, they, on my own. Yeah, yeah, they weren't thinking that day. Yeah. But they gave me the remote control, which <laughs> automate which lets you move it, right? Because there's like a, yeah. there's literally like a forward and back button on this remote oh control. God. And I'm sitting in the car <laughs> and I started pressing the forward because they told me, right, test it. You know, have a go. So I hit mm-hmm. the forward button and off it starts moving. And it started moving round things. I mean, it was it was incredible. I mean, thankfully, the car could see. That was the upside. The car <laughs> had, vision. <laughs> if that had been a regular, vision. If that had needed. been like a regular stupid car, right. everyone would have been dead. But this thing avoided harm to life. Until... Oh, no, it was fine. I think it was reversing back, I hit a wall. But that's that, that was that, the car's that... fault. It didn't see it.
3: How could it not see? It wasn't looking. I don't know. I nearly ran... Ran my partner over as well before. I nearly ran him over because I just decided in my infinite wisdom, I think I must have been about 38 or something. It wasn't, wasn't long ago. And I and I and um, in my infinite wisdom, I decided I'm just going to turn the key and start the car because, you know, this is power to me. Come on. Yeah. So anyway, turn the key, start the car. What I didn't realise, this was my mum's car, was that she hadn't put it into neutral Oof. and it was actually in first gear. Oof. So it went sliding down the um, drive and for su- somehow and i don't know how i knew that my partner was there in front of the car i couldn't see there's no way that i would have seen him but i must have heard him or something and i just slammed on the emergency handbrake It just went oh, hoiked it up and thank god he could he would have got squashed totally squashed by this blind woman with a car
1: not an accident it was murder <laughs> murder.
2: Murder. murder you could be on sky crime on a or your own <laughs> documentary series at this point keep that up sally
4: I've been in a Tesla when somebody was doing those buttons, you know, to park it. So I got in, in the car park, he pressed the button, I was in the driver's seat and yeah, you know, went into the parking space and to be in a driver's seat rather than any kind of other passenger seat with that steering wheel turning and stuff, Mm. that was weird. It's freaky, isn't it? Yeah, nice though. I've been in a Tesla,
1: if we're saying I've been, I've been in a Tesla. Yeah, go on then it was really difficult to get out of that's all i'm saying yeah, no, so yeah it just... is it's just so <laughs> low down <laughs> i had to roll out like i was some sort of fat clown
0: well, I'd it before sean does then i probably wouldn't even
2: fit
3: well no, you try it with a broken pelvic small. floor muscle i tell you it's not easy <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i can't say i've done that that's one story i can definitely say i've not done
4: we hit the road and 2.8 seconds not to 60 man
3: oh, it's unbelievable is, isn't it?
2: incredible yeah a friend of mine had a, a bmw i think it was a z4 which is a really low down BMW kind of sports car thing. I've been on a and...
4: nice
2: Class E five. Sorry, car. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably <laughs> about the same height off the floor as this, as this thing. And uh, she said to me one day, she said, "Look, do you want to get a, a ride home? Because you know I'm going that way, and it was quite a distance." And I said, "Yeah, that'd be great, thanks." But I didn't realise what her car was. So we we'd gone outside, and I'm like looking at this thing, thinking, "How am I going to get in this?" And actually, more importantly, "How am I going to get gonna out?" Get out. Yeah. So I managed to get in okay. Um, but getting out did involve me crawling onto the pavement. <laughs> it was the only way I could get out, and it was just so demeaning. You're um, so cool. I mean, there was there was a really funny moment in that car where, like, so she she kind of probably the same age as me at the time, probably kind of mid-20s, and she's, you know, she's a blonde girl. She's got the fancy car, and there's me sitting in the, mm. the passenger seat, and we pull up t- next to this car, and there's, like, screaming kids, and there's... This guy who just looks like he's ready to give up on life, and you know, uh, wife screaming at him in the car and all that. And He just looks at me, and I'm just—I just put my thumbs up to him, and he—he—he <laughs> he repl- he responded with two fingers, um, <clears throat> which I thought was a double thumbs up, frankly. And um, yeah, didn't seem too impressed. Uh, and then we sped off because I, I think you know I was trying to kind of give this impression. But I thought if you'd see me trying to get out of this car. Um, you may not. You'd be uh, laughing. I think more so. Uh, oh. Anyway,
3: interesting. Tw- how are you going to edit this show?
2: We don't edit this show, Sally. I think if you've listened, <laughs> if anybody listens to this show, they know this show doesn't get edited. Um, I don't. I don't have time for editing. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> twenty-three minutes in. How are you, Sally?
3: Marvelous. <laughs> Absolutely wow. fabulous. How was your week? Yeah, well, I haven't got COVID. I haven't got the Rona uh so i am i'm happy i feel liberated by spending less time on clubhouse because i felt like it was eating me um and it is i mean i do i do still go on it i just go on it sparingly uh and yeah, I, I feel good <laughs> it will
0: draw you, I you in good. i i've had to take a bit of a step back from it because yeah you just get so engaged and drawn yeah, in and sucked just
3: sucked into it the yeah. hours
0: go by and you're like oh what what happened where, where what happened to go? my
3: children where have they got oh gone <laughs> yeah. to the neighbor's house and i didn't even realize <laughs> see
2: i am um, i went on last night and there was somebody i mean I'm not, this is no joke this is the level of i think what clubhouse has become there was someone who appeared to be at a vets uh <laughs> doing some kind of um vet related you know business with their dog. I could have put that better, granted, but you get the idea. <laughs> don't um, know what that is.
3: They were taking their dog to the vet. Is there that you
2: exactly? go. That's what I'm trying to say right. in a very roundabout way. Radio and producer, um,
3: radio presenter, Stephen Scott.
2: That's not me. It's... Podcasts, oh, podcasts now, right? The, no, oh. no one's interested in radio with me anymore. No, no I'm on the anymore. internet. This oh, is the future. It. But uh, yeah, so um, they are on, they are in the vets. And we're getting a full commentary of what's wrong with the dog and what needs to be stuck up the dog and what needs to be taken out of the dog and all the rest oh. of it. And um, then <laughs> in the background, someone on the, on the clubhouse room is also snoring yeah. like quite loudly. Oh, in the middle of all this Clubhouse is terrible And then other it, people it, Are it, chiming in saying hmm, Well I wouldn't have uh, if, if I was uh, you know That vet I wouldn't have done this And I think they're lying And I thought What is this It's not an endless Critique of life
3: What was funny Was that I just popped in Thinking oh Stephen hi You know We're ready to say hello Or whatever <laughs> And then I just What have I walked into So I sent him this Very grumpy text Like what the heck Are you listening to Do you know Get what? out I of needed, that room I needed
2: that intervention Because that was Exactly the <laughs> first thing I did Was I came out of that room Because I I realize that other people can see you're in there and it's just like that's that's so embarrassing you know it's like like,
3: Like, but you don't you don't know though luckily unless you actually go in and and look it's just that i went in to say hello and and i just thought
2: (laughs) what's going on in here what's
3: he doing in here
2: (laughs) that's kind of the
0: question isn't it like is it worse that that was the room's content or is it worse that stephen stayed in there and listened to that
2: i don't know what's worse to be honest
3: (laughs) i think he's got a bit of a reality tv vibe thing yeah a bit of voyeurism mm. going on
2: there oh well don't we all i mean come on let's yeah, be I honest so. that's that's where this comes from right isn't it you hear someone saying it's like when you go into some of these rooms and you hear them arguing you don't go oh an argument i must leave now because my poor little ears couldn't possibly i'm like grab the popcorn and leave yeah. me for an hour <laughs>
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to it's, hear this. I, me, I need to know
2: about feminism in uh, Russia. You know, it's like I don't know. It's just endless <laughs> things that come up in these these rooms. You just think, wow, you know, these conversations. It,
3: it can be quite fascinating. However, this was the exception.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was the exception. Well, uh, look, uh, I know that this is the weekend edition, and you know what people have come to get used to on this show is really the chance to kind of get away from the tech thing for a little bit, even though the show's called Blind Guy Talks Tech. Clubhouse is about tech, isn't it? We talked about washing buses. That involved yeah. a Karcher That's you know that's Tesla. tech.
3: Yeah, we uh, talked about Tesla. There you the go. The my Cruise, cruise
1: on.
0: Line was accessible, and they had screen readers. That was tech. Yeah. What was the cruise
2: line? That's what I wanted to ask
0: you. What was Carnival the Carnival Cruise Line? Carnival
2: Cruise Line, which like? you
0: guys probably because they own the Princess Cruise Line. They own what was the other one that you went on, Stephen? Because they own that one too. A couple of years ago. Well,
2: I've I've only been on one cruise line, which is P and O, uh, and yeah. that's not oh, going so right. well at the moment. Uh, no. I don't. I will say though, I don't think I know that P ferries have. Just rather abruptly come to an end of service, but I don't think that affects the cruise line. That's um, what they told their staff, not, apparently. Uh, did you Did you hear that in the news? I mean, just literally the, uh, a three minute ridiculous. call, three minute mm. phone call, or zo- or Teams call. <clears throat> I mean, on Teams as well. They must really hate their staff.
1: Yeah, but not only that, they had staff there. They hired security to take them off the ferries. Wow. After they just sacked them with no well, notice They didn't even whatsoever. hire them. They had
2: them ready ready to go before the call was made. Because I think someone had actually put out a video saying, oh, these black cars are turning up, and security are getting out. And they couldn't understand why. And it was because and at that point, there was an announcement. Because I I saw a tweet early in the morning saying, P&O have canceled all services today, Um, details to follow. And I thought, that's a bit odd. And then all of a sudden, this news that 800 people had just lost their jobs like that. you know, Um, It's just horrible. And they're replacing those people with agency staff, which means they can bring them in cheaper. Which is a disgrace, uh, yep. and, and it's not illegal to do that, right? It's, it's actually legal yeah, to do that, awful. but there, but there is a bit of an assumption made that you do it with a bit of decency, and that's not what they've done. So I'm yeah, not a
0: shill for carnival or anything. However, I've always had good experiences, and I know during the bulk of the you know, early pandemic, they have people that they employ, literally, you know, as you know, from all over the world. Um, you know, people mm. that come and work for them as crew, and they kept them all on. I mean, of course, they they couldn't do their regular work on on a ship however they found things for them to do they kept them on their contracts or you know or, or guaranteed their contracts and brought them all back as soon as they could so i was i was very happy that you know all the cruises i've done have been with them and to see them do that you know kind of was really good because yeah they didn't just chuck them all out like that and and uh and sack them because that that sounds awful i hadn't heard about that with O, but no um, it
2: was horrible but i think but the- no, my experience was great there's also a reality, though, that a lot of businesses, who've managed to keep people on and really tried their best to keep on people, they're now suffering yeah. as a result of some of that, and they're having to deal with it. So I'm not excusing what Pino did, no. but at the same token, there is a reality here that a lot of companies are struggling majorly now, and they don't know what to do. I'd think there's better ways to handle it. Yeah, you obviously. don't sack people
1: with no notice over, uh, you know, a, a voip call and then get
2: security to march them out well
3: yeah i mean there's common decency in human behavior that is not common decency by any stretch and
2: use use zoom or something right i mean use a decent platform yeah exactly i mean (laughs) come on (laughs) FaceTimers. yeah (laughs) facetime group call do it over text that's it i was once fired from a radio station with a guy with his back to me that's how much interest they gave to people who worked with me at that time I walked into the room and I said, hello, he's the new boss. I was like, oh, hi, how are you doing? He went, yeah, it's all right. Brian's doing your show tonight. And I'm like, meaning? And he, he took a call at that point. And I turned around and I spoke to this guy, I probably shouldn't have names, but anyway, hi. And um, <laughs> he said, uh, he's a great guy, by the way, it's nothing to do with him. But at the end of the day, he, he, took the, and he, he was like standing there, white faced going, I, I think I've got your job. And I'm like, Well, congrats. (laughs) Moving on then. And uh, that was it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That was the business. I think that's the thing about radio. That is one thing that it taught me about was that, you know, you didn't get worried about losing your job because it was just going to happen one day or another.
3: Well, that's it. And it's the same in TV, I think, isn't it? You're only as good as your last show. Ruthlessness, yeah.
2: Which is why the internet's great because the only person that can sack yourself is me. So you're stuck with me. You're on a written warning. (laughs) I will say. But we can all (laughs) leave. The internet says you're on a a written warning. (laughs) 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 It's a coup d'etat. That sounds much nicer (laughs) than I think it is, yeah. Uh, Anyway, shall we get some emails? Yes, Yes. shall we? Yeah, let's do some emails, right? Let's do some email. Email. We We get email.
3: We get your email. email. Today. Never do that again, oh,
0: Stephen. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, I suck at that. Please don't speak like that again. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I yeah, know you, you did, Sean, Sean, but
2: you. you're Ooh. weird. Suck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, you know this show is uh, the home of controversy um (laughs) this seems to be
0: i was in here not my fault
2: (laughs) (laughs) controversy cruises that's gonna be the name of our company Mm -hmm. uh but rebecca gets in touch first uh and she says i hope robin's doing better i am thanks rebecca and she says i did not mean to accuse you this is about me by the way um uh, and this is regarding my comments last week about you know the Chinese bat eating the monkey and whatever it is, oh, uh, you oh, know, yeah. and essentially how the virus got to be, and my comments around it, which you know some people agree with, some people don't. That's fine, uh, but she uh, feels that she maybe started all this, not the virus, <laughs> but my comments, and um, she says I apologise. I, did I didn't mean myself very clear. She said I was not accusing you of anything. She says, but I was concerned about the violence perpetrated against Asians and other groups when conflicts arise. And this is the point I was trying to get across mm. when it comes to the tone political leaders and other people take on social media and on the airwaves. Uh, well, I agree with all that. You know, yeah, I mean, I am not out here to, to say any of that stuff. But I still think it came from a lab. Anyway, um, she says, <laughs> I love how this show balances humor and serious discussion. You made me laugh several times during Sunday's weekend edition, and I appreciate that. Uh, Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to make you laugh and cry in equal measure. Uh, Jane writes in, I have kept quiet via email, uh, though you have heard me on Twitter just because I have been processing so much stuff. I think we're putting out too many episodes, guys. I think everyone's getting a bit... Can't keep up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think Something's everyone's got stuck enjoying in the it. the
3: processor.
2: Everyone's enjoying it, but no one can keep up. Um, so Jane says this is good. It's good to disturb the comfortable now and then. I am now finally caught up in all the episodes up to today, which is when she sent the email. She says I started listening to them non-stop, except for taking calls, family time, and sleep. Well, I'm sorry, but family time, sleep, and calls is not an excuse, Jane, not to listen.
4: No. You can listen sleep. in your sleep. It's, yeah, listen in your sleep. It's probably
2: it's for the best. Preferable. It's yep. probably. Kids can the
3: hear best. it. We don't swear. <laughs>
2: right. Listen with yeah. family. Yeah. Not when we record. Listen with yeah. mother. <laughs> uh, so I, I love this. She tells me the details. So she says, um, I, I listened to Nonstop on March 7th and uh, the 9th as well. Good. Uh, she says, Now I get all the in jokes. <laughs> and I'm sorry I ever criticised your theme song for Tim. Now that I have given some thought to it, uh, I think you should have fun with it, which you what? will. Uh, because I now know how you all roll. Uh-huh. So but
3: be nicer to me still,
0: please.
2: Uh, no one said that. Uh, but, but I will say, um, what is it, this one? There we go. Um, yeah, so that's to stay.
0: America. <laughs> I saw some recommendations on Twitter while I was away.
2: Yeah, I know. So I, I, Honestly, I have so many tweets I need to go back to people on. But yeah, I did see that. It was Tim, wasn't the, it? Who Tim Dixon who put up a the yeah, suggestions. T-
0: I really don't sound like Yogi Bear. Not like this voice, I don't think. <laughs> Now, who said that, Tim? Show me who they are. He he suggested that my we'll song should be the Yogi
2: Bear show. Scene,
0: what? Which... He's I absolutely mean... right. You do sound like Yogi Bear. I've never heard Aww. it before.
2: You walked into that one, Tim. <laughs> We're gonna pick a new basket. <laughs> I mean, I can do Yogi Bear, but that doesn't do mean that... Yogi Bear. Doesn't
0: mean I sound like Yogi
2: Bear. <laughs> Uh, so Jane goes on, she says, all this to get around to a JAWS question that has been bugging me. Is there any way to have JAWS automatically switch to different profiles when I'm using different apps? One for mail, one for my uh, MU client, one for Edge, stuff like that. How do I do it? I guess I'm kind of thinking of what voiceover activities does on my iPhone and want something similar for Windows and JAWS. Robin, I think I'll come to you with that one.
4: I want to say yes. I'll have to come back next week with the definitive, but I'm pretty sure well, you can. Well, I... <laughs> yes. there are
2: there are profiles, isn't
4: there, there you can set profiles, up. There are
0: profiles, but you,
4: you have there to... There are, that you can hotkey between. Yeah, but not yeah. for applications, right? Uh, well, there's loads of app-specific settings. You can, you know, configure mm-hmm. um, everything on an app basis. So, uh, but I don't know if it... Um, yeah, no, you can, including, you know, everything to do with how the voice sounds and verbosity settings and all that sort of thing,
2: so. I'm
4: going with yes.
2: Okay, excellent. Well, that sounds... Well sounds so confident. I'm... Um...
4: Yeah. So number 06 <laughs> in the, when you're in the app you want, and then make those That's changes. That's the app-specific settings, it, isn't it, insert 06? Uh, yeah. uh, okay. And if you want to make it universal, control shift D while you're in it. Oh, very good. We'll right, We'll switch to okay. the default.
2: Okay. Um, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Greg from Pennsylvania writes in, following the Apple event on the 8th of March. Yeah, we're back to that again. I usually have no interest in Apple events, says Greg, but this time I'm experiencing a little confusion. Was peak a misspelling or a pun I did not get? It was P-E-E-K, not P-E-A-K. So yeah, as in peak performance. Uh, On that expensive Mac Studio, what is Apple thinking when they put the headphone jack on the back? I know Apple hates headphone jacks, but I just don't get that. Also, with the introduction of the new iPad Air, are we about to see iPhones with an M1 chip? I think it kind of does, doesn't it? It's pretty much got the M1 in there.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they're going to split up this line now—the the A16, the A, you know, the A line of CPUs—and now we've got the M1s because they've muddied the water by adding the iPads, mm-hmm. you know, with the M1 chips in them. That I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do with this. It would make sense that everything runs off Apple Silicon. So I, I don't see, and it kind of everything it's does. Everything
2: does run off Apple Silicon. That's... Yeah,
1: it does. But why separate the two? Why not? I mean,
2: I, it's just. It I think it's just reason. naming. I think it's just naming that it take, seems to take a while to catch up. And obviously, when you say it's got M one in it, you know, look how everyone got excited about the iPad Air now having M one. Like, oh wow, the iPad one, the iPad Air now got M one in it. It's like yeah, but the processor in there is pretty much the same anyway. It's not, you know, the, there are differences. Yeah, know, yeah, there's some kind of differences. Almost, but... uh, yeah
4: um i would say that it's saying they're saying something about the ipad which is that it's kind of desktop class mm. or you know um full-blown computer uh architecture basically there are you know power efficiencies in the a class that make it more suitable so maybe from a nomenclature point of view from a branding point of view from what point they you? want to keep them separate yeah, yeah what was that naming <laughs> naming oh. they're keeping the um, <laughs> distinction i think there's, we haven't had any rumours to the uh, country anyway, so.
2: Mm. Um, if <laughs> Apple can't put Touch ID under glass, asks Greg, why not put it on the back or the power button and actually give us yeah. both Touch and Face ID? Totally agree. Coming um, eventually. As we, as we record this, I'm waiting for my iPhone SE. I've ordered two, just in case one didn't show up today. <laughs> one for each hand. <laughs> one for each hand. Well, actually, one's for my mum, because she's got an iPhone 8, and the battery on it is is pretty much gone and uh, it's time just to get a replacement i mean we could get the battery fixed but you know, what my savage I, to-
0: I told you guys that day that i was going to do it and i still can't pull the trigger on it i i, I don't know why i just oh, just come with it come on don't worry I... why why do you want one for
2: pointless oh here still we go one you got here we go well look uh, actually greg has an answer to you on this mm. um mm-hmm. because he says sean if you use a braille display or you have that neat little revo keyboard that uh, greg loves to tell us about leave the phone in your pocket just hit the touch id that is the blind thing to do says greg mm-hmm yes
3: okay except I, if you're reading a recipe and you can't because you've got wet hands
4: Or dry them oh yeah well, it can't no because it takes several minutes for your ridges it to it does de-plump And
3: and if you and if you and if you Put your hands into the frying pan like I do to check if my chicken's done. You know, just so your finger, like you check with the end of your finger. That messes up the fingerprints. That can mess it up for a whole day.
2: I can mess, yeah, because you've burnt your hands off. That's why. Your <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you could oh, commit murder.
3: Murder. Oh, not again. You keep, keep As you try to do.
2: <laughs> oh, please don't make me laugh. For, well, Sorry, just I, should, cut the I, show. I should
3: just, um, Disclaimer here. Doo, doo, <sighs> disclaimer. Please yes. don't try that at home. But this is how I find out that my food's cooked and what I need to do that I actually stick do. my <laughs>
2: hands in a chip <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, aren't we aren't
0: we as blind people supposed to put our fingers in things like you know, water, tea? Yeah, coffee.
3: exactly.
0: You need yeah. to do that. Who needs a, a, a line, you know, level Liquid indicator. Level indicator. Or, yeah, exactly. who needs that?
2: That's why you've got ten fingers, right? right? You keep one for braille and you use the other nine to figure out the temperature <laughs> to of To <things>. burn to <laughs> a Chuck, trace. if
3: your chicken's brown or whatever, you
0: yeah. <laughs> You burn one, you wrap it, to you use fair, the next one. To be fair, my hands
3: do look pretty rank because I've burnt them and like washed them about five thousand times, changing kids' nappies and goodness knows or else. So yeah.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Um Okay, Greg goes on. Um yes, regarding Braille displays, <laughs> keyboards and the comment dismissing note takers, I think that might be me. Um, <clears throat> it is my understanding that from some deafblind friends that the newest Braille sense from HIMS has a screen reader, which is by far the most efficient from the standpoint of Braille first users on any platform. Also don't forget about the Q Braille, also from HIMS, which is a Braille display, Braille keyboard with additional computer keys like the function row, the six-pack control, alt, etc. The iOS breaking of Braille really impacted some members of the DeafBlind community profoundly, as the speech workaround obviously is not an option. It's not easy to rely solely on mainstream tech when accessibility breaks are not uncommon. There is a lot of dismissal of takers from a certain portion of the blindness community. I'm not a taker user myself, and easily see that they are not for everyone. For those who are Braille-only, though, and cannot rely on speech, it is essential hardware. I do hope that the assault on specialist tech that seems to rage on in certain segments of our community ends soon, and we can all work together as one to make our lives better. That was very uplifting.
3: Yeah, it was, but the the prices are astronomical. The prices of access tech are astronomical. So you know, it's all well and good to paint it with rose-tinted glasses. But well, I don't old, think he is. Oh, sure I know is. he's not. But I'm, I know actually, Greg. I know it's not directed directly at you, but it is just the thought that you know actually, access tech is incredibly expensive, and functionality-wise, sometimes it can it can be far less functional than.
2: Go on and fight her. Tell no, her. No, no, fight her. no.
0: I don't want to fight her because she's not wrong, but because traditionally that's true. But in the last few years, we have seen some devices come out that that have been much—I mean, way less expensive. Um, you know, the the different was it the Orbit Reader and and Writer that you know. Are really, you going to bring that up? Yeah. Well, I mean, well. <laughs> Watch but, this I mean, space though. Uh huh.
2: We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, I mean, there,
0: and, and right, and there are a couple other things that are that are coming through that space, and so it is happening now. Those are still a few hundred dollars, or you know, many hundreds of dollars or pounds, and so yes, that still is quite pricey, but it's better than the. 2,000, 3,000, you know, or more that we've had to pay in the past for these things, and some of them we still do. So I think that that competition is helpful. Are we where we want to be yet for for price points? Absolutely not. Um, you know, Sally's right that there are too many things that are too expensive, but we are we are But look, that's never going some, to change. Yeah, ex-
2: exactly, we're getting That is some never prices. going that is,
3: to change. Is, that's, a whole, that's part of Access Tech, and that's the problem. Unfortunately it is, yeah. And, and but the point, know, that's the point excluding Greg... a massive part of the community.
2: Yeah, but the problem is that the point that he's trying to make, though, and it's a fair point, is about the fact that people who are deafblind, for example, they need this. Yeah, they do. But they need it to work, you know, and, and the, the really what, a, what this conversation is about is mainstream versus specialist again, which is which is best. Now, it's, it, Greg's and has been a consistent point from Greg over all the years he's been in touch with the show and, and previous shows is that... You, you really have to see the value in the specialist because this equipment is necessary for some people mm-hmm. and, and it's the only way for some people to be able to do what they need to do. Absolutely. And it has to be reliable. And if we rely on iOS, for example, and we've seen it, we, we did see, it. I mean, <laughs> for many break, people who are yeah. who are completely blind to rely on the Braille, they can find the workaround with voice and that's fine, but they, they're not happy about it, but they'll do it. And I've had many people <clears throat> On other podcasts and other shows, saying that, saying you know, look, it's not this is not good. This needs to be fixed. But here's the workaround, or here's a way to do it, or have you tried this or have you tried that. But if you're deaf blind, you don't have that option. You're reliant on it. So it, this is the tricky part, and and that does bring in Sally's point about cost, because why should someone who's deaf have to pay so much more mm-hmm. to get something? I mean, a good example of this actually, which is not related to deaf blindness, but you know, I was looking at the cost of the Mac. Studio, Mac, the new Mac
4: Studio.
2: (laughs) So it's 2,000 pounds, right, for the the base model, if you like. Uh, So you can't get a Mac Studio lower than 2,000 pounds. If I want to buy, and I'm interested in buying, a specific keyboard that I'm interested in for this Mac Studio, which happens to have a Braille display in it called the Mantis Q40, that Mantis Q40 will cost more than that Mac Studio at roughly 2,500 pounds. I mean, make sense of that. Bring your own keyboard, (laughs) desktop and mouse, which will cost you more. (laughs) Well, it's R&D,
4: it's economy of scale, you know? Yep. As soon as the government is um, willing to fund specialist devices from a broader menu, from a broader kit list, so you you can get hearing aids, um, mobility aids, uh, a number of things on the NHS, if they extended that, like the WHO, the World Health Organization, is advocating strongly for with this um, Priority Assistive Products list, APL, uh, that they're, they they finalised a couple of years ago and screen readers are on there, braille displays are on there. It's um, a false economy for the government not to fund these things because that's... Um, making them available to only those that can afford it in the case of braille displays for example braille note takers and those people aren't being as successful in life they're not you know paying the the taxes as a result that they would be otherwise they're not engaging in society as fully so it is um very short-sighted and you know that's what we've been advocating at ability net for for a long time as well to broaden the list of equipment that can be available under the nhs because that will really empower people and if uh you know Hims and other organizations humanware are able to get bulk orders from government then those prices will definitely come down
0: well and that's why i like the idea of competition because eventually if the government says wait a minute we could go to this other product that is much less expensive and still does the same thing now again that's fewer and far between right now and it it's it slowly you know dribs and drabs coming out but that could help as well. Because then you have those companies saying, well, wait, we, we can we can try to lower our prices if you guarantee us a bulk contract. You know, sure, you know, so I think that that can be helpful. So yeah, as long as the government's still paying it, as long as there's still this, you know, like you were talking about uh, Robin with, you know, of course the amount of people, you know, they're they're trying, they've, how many years have we heard that now? Decades where they say, well, you know, the, the blind visually impaired or the deaf blind, there's only so many of you. So we have to charge more because, of of the the small amount of, of product and you know that we're going to be selling and so it has to be more and it's like yeah but get a big government contract and that can help but so i mean you know what i mean i get all sides of it i do understand but i still think in the end there's got to be better ways to do this and there, there's got to be a better way to find to get these prices down because again we are talking about people as, as robin was alluding to there you know people that are, are vastly unemployed and so you know we're relying on governments to buy them, and the governments are buying what they're going to buy, and we have to just accept what they they get us. It goes back to that NVDA versus Jaws argument we had a few weeks or not argument, mm. but discussion we had a few weeks ago of you know well they're used to buying Jaws contracts and not sure about NVDA even though they could do it, um, you know and, and get it cheaper or what have you. So. It is a, it is something that we have to keep on on fighting for and asking for, and so I, I think all points here. You know, Sally and Robin and, and Greg, of course. You know, it, it's just it's it's bigger than one or two things. There are so many different spokes to this wheel.
2: Another thing to throw in the mix in the UK, especially, is Personal Independence Payment, which is about to change in Scotland to Adult Disability Payment, um, which will maybe maybe we'll do something on at some point so people understand the differences. But I think one aspect for for us to consider, and of course, it gets a bit more complicated as the devolved nations start doing their own thing, but I still think to this day that there has to be some kind of equivalent of the Motability scheme, where you can get a car under your current personal independence payment. You could have a car, and then essentially half that benefit is taken from you, and then it goes to pay for the car. The same should apply to access tech. Now, the costs may be similar in some cases, or a lot less, and the cost should be essentially paid off, I think, via your, your personal independence payment. Now, there's no one saying you can't just take the money yourself and do that it that it. way. It's an
3: optional. It
2: but then optional. the problem is that yeah. it, can you get credit? Can you, you know, would you want to tie yourself into a scheme which actually affects your personal credit? When actually, you know in a sense, it's not your fault you have to you know pay 10 grand up front on you know, a piece of kit. And that's not just for blind people. That could be for anything. I mean, I think it's true to say that you can use personal independence payment for, some, for mobility scooters um, mm. as well as for other vehicles. I don't think it's just for cars. No. Um, so that's good. But that scheme needs, needs to open up a bit.
3: You wonder what the budget we incur is, you know, on the basis of extra things that we do need to pay for because oh, of our, our requirement. You know, mm. how much um, the personal independ- independence payments meet that budget?
2: Yeah, how much does it cover? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, you think about all the extras that we have. I mean, I know I know, friends of mine talk about having cars. And of course, the cost of driving now is mm-hmm. horrific. And I hear people in the news talk about, you know, how they put 100 pounds in their car for fuel. Now it's 200, and it'll soon be 250. And mm. that's a month uh, on top of everything else. Yeah. And you, you can understand that. But you know, those costs are incurred back to us as well through taxis, yeah. through, you know, I guess, I mean, it's maybe be different for buses, because in some parts of the country, you get free travel. Um, but, you know there's a there's a cost implication on that as well because well, there's sometimes cost.
3: there's I mean, so loads of them there's absolutely yeah. loads of course cl- if you if you get someone to help clean up clean up your flat or your house or whatever. It, well i do yeah i mean yeah, I, exactly i don't, I don't at deny the moment that. but um i've definitely done it in the past and it's expensive
2: yeah it is because well and their costs go up right because if you've got someone coming to your house mm-hmm. they're driving mm-hmm. so they need to get there and their costs may have to go up as a result as well so you know you have to factor all these things in um look i want to get to some more points from greg's email then we're going to uh come, we're going to leave it for today um because there's just so much to talk about and uh, i think some of the other topics we'll get into better tomorrow um shortcuts is something greg brings up a, sh- a great resource is sharon's shortcuts which sounds like a barber's um <laughs> but it's not it's it's a fantastic website and a great weekly email offering Lately, he says, I've been learning new Zoom shortcuts from her that are really helpful. Now, I did look this up because I I do know Sharon Lyons. We've interviewed her for the old show and also for an upcoming Double Tap TV episode she's going to be on with us. Uh, And Sharon's Shortcuts is her own website, uh, sharons-shortcuts.ie is the web address. We'll put it in the notes as well so you can find it. Per your discussion of laptop keyboards, says Greg, I rarely use my laptop anymore. I use a Windows Tower desktop because I get more power for less, a DVD drive, which I still use all the time, and all the storage and connectivity I need. And I use a 20-year second-generation ZoomText keyboard that is so comfortable and works well with Fusion as the speciality small buttons on the top edge do special functions. I've changed some of them, as my vision has declined to so little. I am mostly just a screen reader now, except when something is completely inaccessible and I try, usually in vain, at 64 times. For mobile use, my iPhone and a keyboard do the job. As far as screen readers, is it possible to do calculus on any other screen readers than JAWS? I don't think so. No. By the way, I listened to the Sunday Weekend Edition show on my front porch on a beautiful 75 degree Fahrenheit Sunday afternoon and heard my first call of a robin, an American robin, not that UK fly-catching thing. <laughs> and I could recognize the robin's call because of your robin, who featured the bird song skill on the A-Lady some time ago. Thank Aww, you, Robin. Thank you. I can now robin. recognize about a dozen of the bird calls I hear in my yard. Regards, Greg, in Pennsylvania. You're welcome. Look, we're going to uh, come back tomorrow. There's so much more to talk about. Uh, thank you, guys, once again. We've got so much. Uh, so many comments to get to so we'll get into more of those uh, in the next episode and uh, thank you for listening to the weekend edition we'll be back tomorrow
4: goodbye sweetheart well it's time to go we're back tomorrow with another show well unless we're fired we'll talk
1: to you then Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye.